The Angels played home run derby with the Rangers, but not not the good kind. Uh, Mike Trout spoke to the media and talked about next year. And Carlos Estevez knows why he was so terrible in the second half. It's time to get locked on with Mike and John, and this is Locked On Angels. You are Locked On Angels, your daily Los Angeles Angels podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thanks for making Locked On Angels your first listen of the day. You can find us anywhere you get your podcasts, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and SiriusXM by searching Locked On Angels. And the best way to help us out is by giving us a rate and a review. And if you're watching on YouTube, make sure that you're subscribed and click that bell to be notified every time a new episode drops. Thanks for being here for this episode of Locked On Angels, where it's your team every day. You've got the Fresh Brothers here with you, a.k.a. the Super Halo Bros. My name is John, and that's my brother Mike. And my name is Mike, and that's my brother John. Hey, we're wrapping up our second season here at Lockdown Angels, and of course, we'll be here through the offseason and into 2024, which we're all looking forward to at this point, uh, because there's a lot to be excited about in terms of the young players that are there, the young core. We're very excited about them. Hey, Lockdown Everydayers, don't forget that this Friday is a Fan Mail Friday, the final Fan Mail Friday of the season. Can you believe it? That's incredible. And of course, on today's show, Mike Trout. Showed some emotions today talking to the media, and we're going to talk about what he said to the beat writers and to Bally Sports. And did he say anything that was telling, or was it a typical Trout? Eh, it's it's tough. It's tough. Interview. <laughs> <laughs> and we're going to talk about why Estevez thinks he's struggled in the second half of this season. But first, Mike, let's talk about the home run derby the Rangers put on in Anaheim last night. The Angels lost 5-1 to one in this one. It wasn't supposed to be a home run derby because... Patrick Sandoval was off to a, a pretty good start, right? Three yeah, innings, two hits. The five walks is always concerning, right? He seems yeah, to struggle with that, right? Two strikeouts through 65 pitches. And then in that fourth inning, it was after he had walked somebody and then he threw a, a fastball, and I think he walked that second batter. You could just tell that something was up because he walked off the mound and he was standing a bit M- awkward. Mustakis pointed it yeah. out immediately. He was like, hey, get in here because he's hurting. Right, and they said it was an oblique issue. Is there? Can we just call timeout for a second? Is there anybody watching or listening that is an oblique specialist? Because we need we need some sort of help. Can we stretch these guys out? Can they start stretching out now, John? What is with all these oblique issues? This is this is a phenomenon that doesn't happen most often with other teams that I've seen at least you know i have scoured the internet up and down and if somebody has the information and can send it our way and is a better you know investigator than i am trying to find out how much the angels actually put into their medical staff because they have one yeah and they show up (laughs) when you said that they have one they have one (laughs) i'm pretty sure they employ people to uh you know do do training and physical therapy we handed out the name badges (laughs) yeah yeah you got one of those little beeper cards that lets you in the building yes you got one of those didn't you we checked your picture um but mike i compared to other teams i mean is this another area where Artie and company are skipping out on on what they need to be paying for like they have with minor leagues for the last 20 years. I mean, it feels on. like that, it's right? Insane. You know what it feels like, Johnny? You ever seen the movie, The Other Guys? It feels like this is Mark Wahlberg and Will Ferrell's characters in The Other Guys, where <laughs> they, they just kind of sit in the office and they do desk pops and they don't actually do anything of significance, right? And so that's that's what it feels like with this you, with you this asked me what it, You asked me what it feels like, and I said it feels like oblique tightness. That's what it feels like. <laughs> I got a pain right here on my side, right? It hurts Johnny, right here. Can we... Can we 
Can we talk about Sandy for a moment? I know you're a fan. You've been a fan since the beginning. Don't put that on me. No, I'm just kidding. It's true. I've been a fan since the beginning. You have, and you've been through him. You've been for him through thick and thin. And I have a thought on him. I want to get your thoughts on it. So I, I think Sandoval is different than Reed Detmers in his correct ability. Is that even a word? In his yeah. correct ability. I think Detmers has the skill. And I think that he has the will. I think mm -hmm. where he needs work is in his skill. And I think that that has to do with coaching because when he's been coached, when they've corrected him, he's pitched really well. Sandoval, I think, has the skill. I think he struggles in the will department. And what I mean by that mm. is I think it's all here. I think it's all mental for mm. him. Somebody has an error behind him. Suddenly, everything falls apart. There's two, there's two strikes, he can't get the third. There's two outs, can't get the third out, right? And so I think that it's more mental. I think it's a will thing. How'd you, how'd you come to that conclusion? It's all <laughs> mental. How'd, how'd you figure that out? By I'm a genius, it? right? Yeah. I'm a genius, right? And here's the thing. Will is not something that you can necessarily teach. Okay. But I do think that they could help him. And I think this offseason, if I'm the Angels, I'm setting up a conversation, and, and I mean no, I mean this in no disrespect to Sandoval, but I'm setting up a conversation maybe with a psychiatrist or a psychologist. Hmm. I think he needs to talk through some of what he thinks and feels in those moments. Hmm. I think that if he can get some sort of rhythm, some sort of statement, some sort of, I don't know, a, a, a belief statement, maybe, maybe a purpose statement for himself, in those moments, a psychologist or a psychiatrist that could teach him how to pivot in those moments, mm -hmm. I think he could be so much better. And it, it would just be a waste of time to spend time going, hey, if you throw the curveball like this, Sandy, or hey, if you throw the slider more, I think that that would be more of a waste of time to not, to not spend time on what's actually happening inside of his mind mm. and how he's responding. And, and so, again, I don't mean that disrespectfully to him. I think that it would be a great benefit to him to sit down with somebody and spend the offseason working through the emotions and the feelings so that he can be the pitcher that I think both you and I and Angel fans think he has the potential to be. It's no longer just like, oh, he gets emotional when things will go his way. It's a fire. Yeah. It's it's past fire yes. now. And it's not even a fire that instigates or ignites good baseball. It's, yeah. it's frustration boiling over and then he's then he's fidgeting out there and he can't get comfortable. Like it's just so obvious how uncomfortable he is yes. out there. Yeah. And so I, I think you're right. I think this is different than like Joe Adele, where you could tell he was overthinking things and you know, trying to live up to the hype and it was really getting to his head. He went down, had a confident season in triple A, and now look what he's doing. Yeah. I think this is a different kind of element that you're speaking on here where you know, he has to talk through some of these things. Better help sponsors the show sometimes. Maybe a little <laughs> yeah. bit better help. Yeah. Uh, use code locked on MLB or twenty dollars off. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Your first, we got first you the first month. Um, that's the thing, Mike. I, I I think that that's the difference. There is it, it seems like it's it's more than just a fire that you get when you're fired up on the mound. It's it's yeah. boiling over. It's frustration, and nobody plays well when they're frustrated. Speaking right. of things that are frustrating after Sandoval left this game, Jaime Berea came in and took, got all six outs that he needed to get. He looked decent in this one. Uh, Jimmy Herget gives up back to back to back solo home runs to the yeah. Rangers. And then Berea had the world's flattest slider that you've ever seen. And so the, the Rangers hit four home runs off those guys. I said on Twitter that Phil Nevin 
must still carry around his disdain for the Mariners and is doing everything he can to help the Rangers win in this one. So yeah. the Rangers can end up in first place. Right. Good news was that Ohapi hit his 13th home run in the bottom of the second. He's got eight home runs in September. He's up there among angels rookies with the most homers in a, in a single month. I believe Mike Trout had 10 his yep. rookie year in July, which is pretty awesome. Mike, I think he has a chance. We were talking about it for him, him to pass Benji Molina as an Angels rookie catcher. He's got the record at 14, and he probably had two, 300 more at-bats than Ohapi did this season, and, and Ohapi's almost there, so that was great. Stefanik, three hits in this one. Let the guy play. Yeah. Let Stefanik play. Gwen Stefanik is our guy. <laughs> yes. No doubt about Gwen Stefanik. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Um, yep. Now, <laughs> this made me laugh because – Nolan Shonowell fouled a ball off of his knee in his first at bat. Right. And then the very next pitch hits a double down line to get that hit streak or that on base streak out of the way. Uh, and it was very reminiscent of what Shohei Otani has done in the past where he'll foul a ball off and get back up and hit a home run. And Shonowell did kind of the same thing. He ended up getting his 27th consecutive game on base sole proprietor of fourth place all time mike so yep uh, he can he can claim that proudly that's pretty cool for nolan shonowell love that i love him and i'm glad he's on this team and i think that he is somebody that if you have in the lineup along with a stefanik you have two guys that make contact johnny you mm-hmm. have two guys that swing the bat really well and we had a, a personal friend who posted on Twitter a side-by-side of Stefanik and David Eckstein, mm. and, and their swing is very similar. And mm. if Stefanik can put up Eckstein-type numbers, I think that this guy needs to be in the starting lineup next year because yeah. he's somebody that he makes contact. I mean, I think he won the batting title in the minor leagues in AAA this year, or at yeah. least was was close to it. The average, so, yeah. Th- this guy... This guy's good, and he he's shown up on the defensive side. I know there were a lot of questions about that, but watching him play third base, mm-hmm. he looks pretty confident out there and had a great snag the other night. So I think he's somebody that the Angels should count on in 2024. Last bit of news coming out of yesterday's game, right before we found out Aaron Loop's locker is gone. He went on the injured list over the weekend. Add one to the list of injuries, Mike. I said it's yeah. no longer an injury bug. It's an injury monster for the <laughs> Angels. Yeah. yeah. Uh, now, they do have an option uh, for Loop, a, a team option. However, he has a $2 million buyout. I imagine they'll take the buyout, but yeah. you know, I've, they've, <laughs> they fail, never failed to surprise us. So we'll see what happens with Aaron loop, uh, picking up that option next season, whether they do it or not. Hey, the angels are back at it tonight, six thirty-eight Pacific time. You can catch every pitch of the angels hometown broadcast on Sirius XM of the SXM app. Just search angels. And yesterday, Mike Trout had a pretty emotional interview for yeah. Mike Trout standards And so we're going to get into what he had to say and what we think it means and why the emotions came so strong for him. We'll talk about that coming right up. Locked on Angels is brought to you by LinkedIn Sales. If you're struggling to close deals, LinkedIn Sales has a solution for you. They've created something called Deep Sales. This platform helps overcome sales challenges with technology that translates comprehensive, high-quality buyer data into real-time insights. Translation, it's really going to help you out, especially if you're making like cold calls and not sure who's going to be on the other end. And they've offered this platform 
for you, it's built in with the next generation of LinkedIn Sales Navigator. So right now, you can try the LinkedIn Sales Navigator and get a 60-day free trial at linkedin.com slash locked on. That's linkedin.com slash locked on for a 60-day trial. Let LinkedIn Sales Navigator help you sell like the superstar that you are. Just go to linkedin.com slash locked on today to get started. Thanks for making Lockdown Angels your first listen of the day. You know, we have Fan Mail Friday coming up, and we'd love to get your questions in because we're sure you have a lot of thoughts and feelings. The easiest way you can do that is by getting at us in the YouTube comments if you're watching on the video side, or get at us at Lockdown Angels on Twitter, at Super Halo Bros on Twitter and Instagram. You can even give us a call on our voicemail line. You can find that number in the episode description below. The Rangers and the Angels are back at it at the Big A tonight. 6.38 Pacific time. We got Reed Detmers on the mound. He's going to be out there. It's uh, At this point, it might be iffy on who the Rangers are rolling out there. It might be Martin Perez. We'll see. But you can catch every pitch of the Angels hometown broadcast and find out who's pitching just by searching Angels on SiriusXM with the SXM app. Carlos Estevez, Johnny, has had a really good year. If you mm-hmm. look at the numbers from, you know, 20 miles away. I like what you did the other day. You know, you went, I- hey! Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So if you don't have 2020 vision, it looks like a really good year. Um, with, with 2020 vision, you could say, wow, that second half, that was a struggle. And some of his blown saves have been in games that I felt like the angels desperately needed, especially mm-hmm. with them in the, in the race for the wild card when they were yeah. still in the race. But even when he blew it against the race, like I would have loved to have seen the angels take two out of three from the race. So yeah. uh, Jeff Fletcher sat down with him talked with him about this second half. And here's some of the things that Esty said. He said he didn't feel fatigued during games in the second half, but he did say that his work between starts may have effect, may have been affected by fatigue, which caused him to lose his mechanics. Hmm. He said that there were times late this season when his pre-game throwing sessions weren't getting the job done. Here's his quote. He said, uh, I let that mentality of save your bullets get to me. And that's when I came out of my mechanics. That's Mm -hmm. when I lost my mechanics. So trying to resolve the issue, Estevez began experimenting with more of a dry workload to lock in his mechanics without the ball. So essentially he's acting like he's pitching, but he's not throwing any pitches. Hmm. Um, and, And he would do some, some throwing after he would do that, but he would do most of his hard work with dry throws. So even though there were fewer throws, the intensity was higher, and he said the workouts were more effective. Hmm. He also said that the plan for the offseason will be different than it was this previous offseason. He said he's thinking maybe a two to maybe three week of high-intensity workouts, and then followed by maybe a two-day recovery. Hmm. Um, So so that way he can get into a rhythm. Although he says he may have to change some of that because expecting to be the closer in 2024, he knows that he may not get many days off in between closing one game to the next. So he's going to try to build himself up to where he can be in there, not just two games in a row, but perhaps even three games in a row. So Mm -hmm. Johnny... All of that information is good. It's nice to know that he's kind of diagnosed maybe what his issues have been. Mm-hmm. Is this an example of someone learning how to close, or is this just excuses for a terrible second half? What do you I think? Don't think? I don't think it's excuses. It's his first time closing, 
in his career. He's been a setup guy. He's been a bullpen guy. He's had a couple of save opportunities with the Rockies, but this is the first time where somebody said, here you go, buddy. Here's the baton. You're closing out these games. If you remember, Mike, him and Jose Quijada were kind of working in tandem at the beginning yeah. of the season yeah. before Quijada went down and needed Tommy John surgery. They were kind of working back and forth. And one night you had a lefty, one night you had a righty, and they were both kind of splitting time and splitting that duty as the closer. And I think in one sense, that might have been the plan all along. That might have been the plan to roll into the season with. I know they got Estevez to you know ensure the back end of the bullpen, and they liked what he had on offer and they were able to identify what he was effective at. But here's my thing. I understand it's his first year. It's his first full season being a closer. And so, yes, naturally you're going to figure out these things along the way. You're going to figure out how to best take care of your body. Uh, you have to trust this medical staff with, with that and good luck with that. Um, <laughs> there again, they have the ID badges, but that's about it. Uh, but again, you're going to figure these things out along the way. So I think this is great. I, I buy what he has to say. Okay. I will say though that there, I, I don't think that you and I were wrong in saying that he hasn't made any adjustments and the league yeah. can figure you out, figure you out fast if you don't make those adjustments. And I think what we're seeing from Carlos Estevez has been the same guy all season long. And, and by this point, teams have seen you a couple of times. They get used to your tendencies and what kind of pitches you're throwing and things like that. And so it, it makes sense that uh, the guy on, on the Mariners hit that home run that really crushed us in that series against the Mariners. We thought it was a shoe in for SD yeah. to, to win that game. And he threw, you know, the high fastball, he threw it again and he got hit and he got a home run off of him. And that just seems to be the case. People are making contact against him. I will say, was it the Rays game where he blew the save? It just seemed like there was a lot of, not dinky dudes, but just stuff getting through and yeah. things like that. And just not sloppy defense, but it was just like, eh, that's, that's baseball. A good but team found a way. Yep. Yeah. And, and, and they made contact against him. And that's the biggest thing for me. I believe that Carlos Estevez knowing all that he knows now on how to, you know, make a plan for 2024, whether that's here or somewhere else, he has to keep in mind that it's important for him to make adjustments along the way. What do you think? Yeah. I, I, I do you don't agree. <laughs> <laughs> I, I do see what you're saying. And I see what he's saying. I, I would say this, just the eye test tells me he was getting hit a lot in the first half. And so I think what teams have figured out is his tendencies, but a lot of the expected batting average in the first half, what it should have been versus what it was, was really high. Right. Mm. And so second half, those numbers kind of found their footing. They kind mm -hmm. of became equal. And so I think he had some luck in mm -hmm. the first half. Mm -hmm. And in the second half, the luck ran out for the entire team, right? Yeah. And it, especially for Estevez. And, and the whip is not great either. Right. He's putting on a, a runner and a half yes. every inning that he's out there. And as a closer, that's a death sentence for your job. And it changes how you're going to pitch. It changes the pitches you're going to throw and it changes uh, how your, you know, your, your rotation and your wind up and all of that stuff. Changes and where so, guys are standing on the, yeah. on the field and, and where your infields lined up. Yeah, exactly. It, why you see closers typically have the same wind up 
no matter who's out there. Like Troy Percival mm-hmm. was always going to give you that big old leg kick, no mm-hmm. matter what, right? Whether you were, you know, Dave Roberts over at first base that could steal every bag, or if it was a slow runner like Movon, like he was going to give you that strong leg kick because he knew he had to keep within his mechanics. And that's the that's the wisdom of a closer. So what I do like about what he said here is that. He is understanding what he needs to do in order to yes. be a successful closer and and to be a successful closer potentially for the Angels in 2024. Do you think he's the guy? I mean, if he's still around, I think it really depends on what this offseason looks like for the Angels. Again, you and I have talked about what becomes a Drury, what becomes of Estevez. Do they contribute in 2024? Or does Perry find a way to get more Perry Manassian type guys back on this team and having said that he's the one who signed them and they've been right. you know pretty good pretty good free agent signings for Perry Manassian so perhaps he wants them as part of 2024 as well Lockdown Angels is brought to you by Jace Medical you can take control of your medical care and your treatment with a Jace case. A Jace case is filled with specific personal medications, antibiotics that are safe and appropriate for you. And here's how you can get those safe and appropriate antibiotics. Just fill out their online form and one of their board certified physicians will review your needs. And then they're gonna send your specific prescriptions to one of their partner pharmacies. They're gonna fill your Jace order and then they're gonna send it directly to your home. If you have any questions, they have medical physicians that are available to answer all of those questions at any time. So get yourself a Jace case. You can save more than $360 by getting these life-saving antibiotics with Jace Medical, plus an additional $20 by using our promo code locked on at checkout. Visit jacemedical.com. That's J-A-S-E medical.com. Mike, I don't know about you, but there are certain times in baseball where a clip comes up or something happens, and I invite my wife over, I invite Abby over, I'm like, you got to look at this, I need you Mm. to watch this. Mm. And I did that with a Mike Trout uh, interview yesterday, and she was oh, Mike. (laughs) Johnny, when he was asked about this season, and we'll get into some of the quotes in a minute, uh, but when he was asked about this season, he said, man, it's tough. And it was going to be your typical Mike Trout interview, right? Mm -hmm. And then he paused and then he did the athletic, manly, (laughs) superstar, right? Like he had that, like, and he he just (laughs) went, the gulp. He went, "Um, I just want to be out there, right? Like, and and you can hear the emotion. Johnny, I want this guy to be on our team for the rest of his life. (laughs) No, seriously. Give me that in a bottle and and sell it. (laughs) Yes. He said, I want to be out there. Nobody wants to win more than me. I loved what I saw yesterday. And I also hated the fact that it got retweeted by a lot of different people. Some of the big media, major league baseball outlets and fans were like, no, this guy doesn't want to win because if he wouldn't win, he wants to get off the angels. Listen, you don't know how to win or how to lead Come on. if that's exactly your response to this. Right. Because I'm going to go over here where it's easy. And yes. <laughs> yes. And, and I, you know, we're brothers. I know your story. You know, my story. We have situations in our life where we had to make really hard decisions about leading the way in certain circumstances. And it would have been easy for us to go and take the easy route. It would have been easy for us to go and do the, the, the easy thing, but we have moments in our stories where we've taken, 
the hard route because it was the route that needed to be taken. We were going to lead the way. And I'm sure many locked on everydayers, viewers, listeners have similar stories. And that's why I love this, Johnny, because mm. it would be easy for Mike Trout to get traded to the Phillies or get traded to whoever or yeah. go and play somewhere else. Play for the Dodgers so you can win. And and again, I'm going to be a broken record. That's the Kevin Durant story. Yeah. And I think Mike Trout, and I would say even Shohei Otani, they want to tell a Steph Curry story. We're going to be here. We're going to mm. win here. We're going to mm-hmm. do whatever is necessary here. And I love that about Mike Trout, John. We just need Joe Lacob to, you know, Get some of that Warriors money by the, by the Angels. <laughs> Mike, let me share what uh, yeah. what was said yesterday. So he he said this. Uh, Sam Blum re- t- tweeted it. We saw it in the interview. He said, Mike Trout on if he plans to be with Los Angeles Angels in 2024. I go through this every year. These are private conversations I have with Artie and John. That's Artie Marino, John Carpino, you know, fan favorites around here. I'm doing <laughs> the same thing I've done the last 13 years, going into the offseason, clearing my mind going into spring, wearing an Angels uniform, and then Mike Trout on if he feels the Angels' ownership and front office can get them to the postseason. He said, look, you've got a lot of guys that just came in. If you look what happened over the year, you don't see it. But in April, while we were playing in the majors, our first baseman was taking college at-bats. Yeah. And then they asked him about Phil Nevin, and he said, I love playing for Phil. He takes care of his guys. He wants the best for this team. Not being out there because I know how much uh, he cares about us. It just sucks. And mm. uh, what I appreciated about him saying, I know he says that about Sosha and yeah. and uh, Madden and all those guys. Like, I know he's going to say that about his manager, but the thing is, is like Mike means it. Yep. And you can tell that he means it. And I think the emotions that came across today show that he means it. Mike, I think he recognizes that like, not, not putting this on him, but like he's part of the issue. Yeah. He's got to be out there. And that's why he's so frustrated and overcome with emotion because he knows how important to this team he is. He knows how important it is for him to be batting in front of or behind Shohei Otani in the lineup. He knows how important that is. And it's it made me sad because I think he did the same thing that we talked about last segment with Carlos Estevez, figuring out what he needs to do to take care of himself. Well, Trout did that. You know, he had the, yeah. the, the the calf thing, which took him out for most of 2021. He had the back issues. So what does he do? He hires people over the offseason. He said he hired people to help him out. And and now he's got a whole new routine. And then he breaks his hamate bone. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, come on, man. Like, that sucks. And it just sucks for Trout. And this is a world of difference between a Mike Trout and then an Anthony Rendon who's yep. on the dead list. And, yep. and, and, and I don't want to talk about Tiny right now. I just want to talk about Trout. And, and you're right, Mike, people saying that Trout just is here for the weather or his family's here, it's easy, and da-da-da. You don't sign a lifetime contract without a guarantee of, hey, what's the game plan? And I'm sure, you know what, maybe Epler and company had a game plan, but then Epler was gone after the next season. And right. then they bring in another manager and another GM, and now there's got to be a new game plan. Like, if you want to put any blame on what's happened to Mike Trout, you put it on Artie Marino. Because he's the one who signed Trout to this deal. And theoretically, they had a game plan. And Trout was like, yeah, that sounds good. I like that. Let's go forward with that. Shohei Otani was part of that game plan. Getting Shohei here to pitch and hit was part of that game plan. And unfortunately, Shohei got hurt in the first six years, or the first half of the six years. And Trout's been hurt the last three years. And so it's just, it's danged if you do, danged if you don't. But the truth is, this is a guy I will root for every single day of the week and the fact that people are saying well he just he has it easy he doesn't want to win 
he's not going to do the easy thing. He wants to bring a championship here, and he's going to do everything he can to do it, right? There's nothing easy about playing in Anaheim and having consecutive <laughs> yeah, losing no kidding. <laughs> There's nothing easy about this at all, right? It, it's not easy to be out here and to lose. And when fans say that it's easy, you don't know what you're talking about and you haven't watched baseball because yeah. this is a guy who just yesterday showed us that he really wants to win based on his emotion and has also told us he's working really hard to get back out there because he wants to be back out there. Mm-hmm. Can I just say this to Mike Trout? Mike, get in front of the microphone at least once a week starting yeah. next season. No get kidding. in front of the, the media and talk to us because what this does is fire us up and it helps us to know you more. I appreciate who God has made Mike Trout to be. And mm. if he's somebody who's quiet and, and not really a talkative guy, that's fine. But as the leader of this team with the largest contract on this team, with somebody who's going to go to the Hall of Fame if he retired today, get in front of a microphone at least once a week and even mm-hmm. do it in the and Call our buddy Sam Blum. He'd love to talk to you. And call our friend Sarah Valenzuela. She'd love to talk to you, right? Come on Lockdown Angels. We Come love on Lockdown Angels. We would love to talk to you. Get in front of the media at least once a week just to give us an update, just to talk about the Eagles if you want. But get in front of the media because what it does is it helps Angel fans to know and hear what you're about and your passion and your heart for this team. There was nothing like that interview yesterday. I appreciated it so much as a fan. Did you just preach on a Tuesday? Mike, your job's on Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for making Locked on Angels your first listen of the day. The Angels do play the Rangers tonight at 6.38 Pacific time, and you can catch every pitch of the Angels' hometown broadcast with SiriusXM on the SXM app. Just search Angels. Hey, give us a follow at Locked on Angels on Twitter and at Super Halo Bros on Twitter and Instagram. You know what we need? We need like standing desks so that we can stand in front of the camera when we, <laughs> we do the show. We and get, we I got to stand gotta, up. I know. We got to move around a little Pat bit Pat McAfee does that on his show. He's like, All right, okay, <laughs> I got to get up. Right? I'm going to start wearing a tank top. I'm going to do that. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Mike, what do we have on deck for tomorrow's show? Johnny, let's play what if. All right? Let's play what if. Woo-hoo. What would this week be like for the Angels if everything went correctly since the trade deadline Hmm. imagine what this week would be like let's talk about that and imagine and dream a bit tomorrow on locked on angels looking forward to that we hope you'll come and join us for that conversation until then my name is john and that's my brother mike and my name is mike and that's my brother john hey we really appreciate you being here again get into our comments get into our mentions on social media hit that like button hit that subscribe button it really helps us out thanks for being here and we'll see you back here tomorrow